morning, Mrs. Strawberry, and good morning, Mrs. Perseverance. I am your host, Shane Adamchuk. My guest this episode is academic, performer, improviser, and dad, Bort Cullen. We are going to be trying to make the world a better place one word at a time. Our word this week is perseverance. Very topical. This podcast goes for 25 minutes, but first, as always, it is time for the three-point check and some home truths. Bort, welcome to the show. How is your head, your heart, and your tummy? Uh... Thanks for having me, first of all. My head is good. Um, I got a decent night's sleep last night. Um, what was the other two, sorry? How's your head, your heart, and your tummy? Great, I'm going to take that to... back about my head. My yep. head's a bit fuzzy still. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, my heart is good. I had it checked recently. I've got... Everything's good. Like from um, a medical point of view? From a medical point of view, it is Great. It is sound. Um, because I, I worry about my dad bod and the impact it had. Because I used to be quite fit. Did you have a dad bod before you were a dad? Not yeah. or before you were well, a father, I should say. Yeah, I had an aspirational dad bod. Yeah, yeah, I had a pre dad bod, dad bod. But now it's le- le- too legit to quit. Yeah, well, I hope it does quit. Um, but the problem is, to do that, I have to stop doing the fun things like eating all the good food. Yeah. Um, and I've tried, but then you have kids and they wear you down, hmm. and you have no self control after that. You're just like, Mah! can I swear? You can do whatever you want. It's the internet. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. And then you eat half a litre of cone of vanilla ice cream and go, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a bit lactose intolerant. Ah. Uh, Which leads me to my next point. Tummy. Um, my tummy is always bad, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always got reflux. The uh, the sphincter. Mm. Am I the first person to use that word on this podcast? I think so. Excellent. Great. I would like that on a plaque. Uh, yes, the sphincter of the top of my stomach never closes properly. That's You've gross. Got a ring of muscle. Have you thought about... Going through the Robocop program. I have. And just getting a full um, Robocop body. Yeah. Guns in my upper thigh. Sure, you'll lose the memories of your children and your partner, but you know, <laughs> whatever. You'll have a gun in your leg. Yeah. And I mean, a sick spike in my fist. Yeah. That can be for data or murder. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but my, my stomach is fine, again, if I eat the right foods. Which you don't. Well, it, the right foods is no tomato, no onion, no sugar, minimal salt, and then it's like, what are you eating? Yeah. What's the point? So the, so the main thing for you is not to eat certain things. It's just, it's, it's to not eat certain things. Yeah. But I know all the things I need to do to be a healthier person. So I think that's a good start. The start is that you, you have that knowledge. Yeah. Mate, you, your window's rattling. It's upstaging, man. I don't like it. We're, look, we're high in a, an apartment <laughs> building. It's a little bit windy outside. Spectacular view, though. Look, if that's the worst audio program my list, audio problem my listeners have to deal with, honestly, this is a blessing for them. True. Considering the last ten episodes have been Zoom recordings, yeah, oh, they're going okay. wow. They're in the same room. This is a treat. They're in the same room. I mean, the view is spectacular, so I'll forgive it. Um, as part of being my guest, before mm. we jump into the episode, you get to ask me a question. It can be as serious or silly as you like, and mm. I'll give you as honest an answer as I possibly can. So now is your time to shine. I want to know what is the comic book that you want to write. That I want to write. Yeah, like the creator. Be the creator of. So you don't have to necessarily draw it or whatever, but the, the creator of it. Right. Um, What's your ideal comic story? I've, I have I mean, I have my character, Zach Adams, that mm-hmm. I've performed a bunch of shows on. And I thought for many years I could translate into like that a cool sort of like black and white fun graphic novel. Oh, like Modesty Blaze? <laughs> no, not like Modesty Blaze at all. <laughs> like more in the vein of like maybe like Scott Pilgrim. Right, or, something or like the that. Phantom. No. Um, okay. Or like, um, 
in like some kind of Daniel Clowes kind of graphic novel yeah. style. Yeah, like Calvin and Hobbes. More like Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. Yeah, or Family Circus. Less like Family Circus. Yeah, okay. You're getting way off track. Right. So yeah, I think that... So like Modesty Blaze. Yeah. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Except cool, without cool. like the old racism. Yeah, and misogyny and... Yeah. It'll be new racism. It'll new be misogyny. new misogyny. Yeah. Modern day racism. Sorry, I hijacked your question. Please continue. No, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I would do like a, a, gra- a graphic novel of, of the Zach Adams uh, story. I think that could be fun. And one day I will do it. You can just do a whole lot of genre jumps as well, like Zach Adams in space. Yeah, I mean Zach that's Adams that's kind of how the shows worked. He kind of <laughs> went from being sort of a struggling actor to to being a rock star to one time traveling through time. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. it could be a, a fun thing to do. It happens to us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes most of the time it's just forward in time. But... What What would be one um, existing comic property that you would like to just have a go at? They give you twelve months. Uh, either as writer or artist or both or whatever. Oh, that's a good question. I haven't read much comics, but I, I'm reading a lot of Warhammer 40k books. Okay. So I think, and there's actually a competition they have each year where you can submit your short story. So I think I'll have a go at, at this year. And then he did a magic, and then his gun did a magic, and then the magic was in the future, but also somehow the past. Yeah. Warhammer. We we had a chat thread earlier um, where I was prophesizing doom in all capital letters. Yeah. And that was because I've been reading a lot of books about, like, space marines being corrupted by chaos and rituals and all sorts of stuff. So it's on the the front of my brain. Also, I just like freaking out Sinjin. Yeah, that is also fun. Who's also been a guest on this podcast. Yes, he has, yeah. Um, You picked the word perseverance. Yes. uh, Which is, I feel, very topical to the year 2020. This is going to be one of the last... Did you say topical? Like, biblically topical? Topical. Topical. Yeah. Uh, Look, we've had half a beer each. Yeah. It's going to get messy. (laughs) This is what it does. This is what it does. The slippery slope. When you get to our age... Port. Oh, I remember I could put back an entire cask of port. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but yes, it seems very uh, relevant to 2020, and this will probably be one of the last episodes I record this year. So why did you pick the word perseverance? Um, well, we all know what a year 2020 has been. That said, I feel like... I haven't been paying attention. What happened? Was it good? Well, 67 months ago, 2020 started. Yeah. Um, and then there were fires. I how long was... April went for. It went for a very long time. April I was working was from home. Longest April. Yeah, my office isn't insulated and it also gets the sun from all afternoon. Hooray. Uh, I also run a very big, fairly powerful computer that runs quite hot. Great. Um, and at one point in my office, it was 36 degrees. Too hot for inside. Um, but I didn't notice that until I left. But the other thing is, because everyone was at home, I was locked in my room all day because the kids would forget that I was there and stop banging on the thing and I could actually get some work done. Great. Um, it's good I'm... when your kids forget about you. Like in the movie Hook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. um, yes, so it got so hot. I'm pretty sure I got heat stroke in April. Inside? Inside in my office just working. Great. Because um, I think I might have passed out for a moment or two and almost fell off my table. Yeah. Fell off my uh, my chair and onto my table. Um, but I chose Perseverance because I feel like that that's a pretty aspirational quality for 2020. Oh, yeah. Um, we have been very, very lucky where we are, stuck down in Perth in the most isolated capital city in the world, that we haven't been touched too harshly by coronavirus. And yeah, we've, been, uh, we've mentioned it a few times that mm. how incredibly lucky, especially when I've been chatting to people, guests from the States yes. or Canada, who are still in, like, proper lockdown, yep. who's like... I mean, the States recorded, I think, something like 200, yep. 2,000 deaths or something yesterday. Yeah. Real bad. And I got a friend in the UK, lives in London, and 
he had a housemate who was not so on board with the whole idea. So he basically was in a room lockdown. Mm. He was just in his room. And so he was... It's still going on there. And he's saying that it's gone on long enough that people are being quite flippant about it. It's like, oh, remember coronavirus? And not really still registering not that. Not saying that it's now much worse than it's it was a, it's at a, the beginning. Yeah, it's a very present danger. But we have had no community transmissions as far as I'm aware in WA. And yeah. Australia on the whole, has been pretty good, does mean we're not going to get the vaccine anytime soon. Like, realistically, that's that's going to be the way it is. We don't need it as much as other places. Yeah. So we still need to be very careful. And they've started registering. Have you seen the, the thing now? Everywhere you go, it has to register? Yeah. I feel like... It's because, well, because as, as of time of recording as well, a lot yeah. of the borders have just reopened yes. to the eastern states um, who haven't been quite as lucky as us. No, so we're being precautious, which is good. Mm. Um, I was very happy for the hard border. Everyone, whoa, we'll open it up. I'm like, no, no, It no. was good. It yeah. was real good while it lasted. It was reassuring. It was reassuring. But yeah, now is where I start getting nervous because where I work, a lot of internationals. Yeah, a lot, lot of people of lot of people going to be coming home for Christmas. Yep. Touching each other's butts. Yep. Being inside each, each other's, other's butts. Licking each other's butts. There's going to be a lot of Christmas butt stuff. There's going to be a lot of Christmas butt stuff. Can we call the episode... Mrs. Christmas butt stuff. I mean, or if we already, we've already chosen like, it. So okay. I'm sorry. Next time. Next time. Next time. So um, yeah, I think perseverance is something that worldwide we're having to have. Yeah. Um, and it's probably one of the hardest times to be doing it because if you don't have your family near you, like I'm really lucky. I live with my wife. I have my kids. My parents are nearby. Like we were separated, but still close. But I have friends that, you know, they live in America and family is here. Yeah. Or live in the UK and their families here. So there's a lot of isolation. But for me personally, it was just getting through it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we, we've we reclaimed a bit of normalcy now. Like, I'm not wearing a mask like I was going out. And, yeah. And I was at the pub yesterday for a Christmas lunch. I know. I went to a picnic last weekend. Mm. And that was really nice. Yeah. I don't even like being in the sun no. or parks. But, oh boy, it was nice. It was just a novelty, right? You're like... Yeah, other people. That said, I could almost happily just live on a desert island by myself. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of this year was for mm. me, was, um, like, this room that we're currently recording mm. in was a lot different at the start of this year, and I adapted so that it sort of became my makeshift uh, recording studio, project editing office. suite, project yeah. office, the, in my living rooms now, I'm like, like, my crafting area. <laughs> like, a lot has happened this year, and, like, I feel like it's because of a bad reason, mm. but, you know, the best of, you know, a bad, a bad yeah. thing. Well, that's, that's a for me. A good thing has come out of this year, for me personally. Yeah, I think that's, for me, is perseverance, right? Like, it's going to be awful. And if you can persevere, for me at least, you gain that scar tissue that insulates you a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, not in a bad way. And chicks dig scars. Chicks tissue. dig scars. Yeah. They walk up and they're, like, picking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like especially like a lot of people in the arts who had to kind of go, well, nothing I want to do is going to be happening for a while. Mm. Like I can't tour. Like this yeah. is me. Like I realize like I'm not probably going to be able to tour for much of next year outside of Australia for sure. Yeah. Um, and like, there's not a lot of live performance happening and what is happening is quite limited. So a lot of people sort of pivoted to something else, mm. um, and to channel, which we have done as well, which yeah. we've, you know, we've both done, um, and in many cases, I think that's been a very good thing. Yeah, I think it's opened up a really interesting market that would have been a very hard push. So the online shows that we've been doing. Yeah. We've had a bit of an audience with that, which is pretty awesome. 
And yeah. that being said, I can't wait to do shows for human people. Oh, that would be, yeah. Performing to avoid is hard. It's real hard. I mean, I always assume that everyone is laughing and clapping <laughs> very too. loudly at their homes. Yeah, and they've knocked their laptop over because they're oh, cheering. Oh, bravo! Ah, look at those the guys. The best of a bad situation. Oh, so good. The comedy is going through the pixels. Yeah, we did um, We did a production of our show, Captain Spaceship, mm. for, for the listeners who may be familiar with it. Which On is a, normalplace.tv. Yeah, which is an improvised sci-fi show and we did it for the first time just in a studio in front of some cameras in front of a green screen <laughs> technical setup nightmare but it was mm. a lot of fun it was it and was people good seemed to dig it but even our hoo-ha shows have been really you know very limited in how much audience we can have yeah and everyone's very spread out and you it's hard to know when those jokes land sometimes because you just you go ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum yeah, but that's cool. We are liking it, but it's very far away. That was really funny. Um, yeah, like my biggest fear is, like I said, over the Christmas break, mm. everyone gets a little bit loosey-goosey with the rules and yes. we end up taking a big step backwards, which would be a huge bummer because of all the yeah. hard work people have been doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think because WA... of all the thousands of people that have died. Yeah. Which is like, you look, like, it terrifies me to look at the states and go, it's it's the equivalent of, equivalent of like, what is it, like, 100 9-11s? Every other day. And they're like, mm. Mm, this isn't as bad. You're like, no, this is much it's worse. Just, the US is now officially the worst coronavirus spot in the world. Yes. That's bad for something that's supposed to be as the world leader in economy and politics and industry and all this kind of stuff. That's really bad. I think they need new leadership. Oh, Call me controversial. Well, well, have I got news for you. Um, that's a whole other thing. We don't, don't have time on the podcast for that. But yeah, perseverance for me is something that, you know, I've been through some shit in my life. And it is... it is. Okay, it's time for top five worst <laughs> no, 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 shit. No, 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 let's, no? Okay. let's not go into that. But what it's taught me is that it is a bit of a pendulum swing. Yeah. So you will have the up, you will have the down. But if you can main, if you can keep going, you'll get the swing. And I've had a few people like, oh, you know, how you doing? You know, you feeling happy? And I'm like, no, but I am content. And yeah. for me, contentment should be the aim, not happiness. Because you've got, if you're happy all the time, you get numb to it. Same as with sad all the time, you get numb to it. For me, I try and aim for contentment mm. and, and grab those moments of happiness when I can. But also acknowledge the moments of sadness or difficulty when they come up. And try to make sure that I'm persevering, that I'm moving through it. Uh, because there's many times in my life, at least, that I could have just gone, nope, shut yeah. down, I'm done. It's like when you see those people that are like, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong in judging them, but those people that are just like painfully, positively optimistic mm-hmm. all the time. I don't trust those people. I struggle any, with it. Any measure. Because I'm like, when you get sad, you are either going to crash so hard, mm. or you are so delusional about yep. reality. Yeah. And, and I've worked with people yeah. like that in difficult work workplaces and it's not helpful being being positive for me is is something that is a tool to be used mm. like you know well, i've been a manager of fairly large teams before and positivity is humble, has its place humble, humble not even humble brag hello uh, but, but you know leading people means at least for me that you do need to acknowledge when it's fucked yeah. Because if it's fucked and everyone knows it, at least you're there with with it being fucked. And having that sort of like false smiley positivity face. Yeah. It'll be all right. Look, you know, let's just see what happens. That was, I've worked for someone who's, it, that was their favorite catchphrase. It just makes me trust you less. I'm like, no, we need to no. face the reality of the yeah. situation. Like we yeah. don't live in, in no. bubblegum happy land. No. And I, I struggle with being like a callous cynic and angry. 
And I think that's because actually what I want is for everything to be okay. Yeah. But it's not. And it's frustrating. Like driving here. Oh my God. The traffic in this town. Just, they installed smart freeways recently, which is oh, great. Yes, the smart freeway. But they forgot that the drivers are dumb fucks. Yeah. Which doesn't pair up with a smart freeway. the drivers are not robots. No. They're well, still there's dum-dums. Fingers crossed. They can't merge. No, it can't merge. Don't understand what a one and a zero and zero mean. What do you mean? Well, that's a that's it's not bi- binary. Yeah, what is that in binary? I don't know. I'm not smart enough for that. But yeah, so I think this year, out of any other year, really, in our entire generation, has been about perseverance. But I do worry about the generation coming up and through this because the amount of turmoil and difficulty and unsureness of the world in the last, even, you know, since the 2000s, you know, since we finished high school kind of thing, it's been rough. Don't let people know how old we are. People still think we're swinging, you know, early 20s on this podcast. I remember when we come home home after school and we play Fortnite. How good is that? I love the TikToks. <laughs> I'm always doing them. Is Vine still going? Should we make a Vine now? God, I do miss Vine. Yeah, I mean, TikTok's fine, right? It's fine. Um, yeah, so I think perseverance is actually a really good quality to try and build within yourself because it will give you a buffer for when it all goes to shit. Yeah. Um, and really, the only... For me, at least, the only fond of strength you can rely on is yourself. You can It can be augmented by the people around you, the people you love and what you get from them. But ultimately, those decisions do come down to you and your personal ability to, to weather the storm for the whole of it. And like, you know, times are pretty stormy. Yeah. So, but, you know, that that good old rainbow is just... Can't have, can't have rainbow without a little bit of rain. No, we can. No... If the rain's far away and not it's landing on refracted. you, you can still see the, the rainbow. Prism um, I would like you to workshop that, that metaphor and yeah. come back to me. Kind of. For kind of um, storm without Mrs. Christmas butt stuff Mrs. episode. Christmas butt stuff. Yeah. Um, you got you have two young children. I do. Um, I do. How how's this year affected them? Do they understand the mm. magnitude of of what has happened this year? My daughter kind of does, but she doesn't. She understands that the coronavirus is a thing. Yeah. And it's very contagious. But again. There's been no first-hand experience for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I know friends whose kids in the US, their parent, their, their teachers have died of COVID. Wow. So that's a really direct one. So they understood that they had to stay home, but that meant they got to watch more TV and stuff. So it's not been too bad, but the school practices of showing up, hand sanitizer, you know, my two and a half year old has learned to cough and sneeze into his elbow. Good man. Um, it's really impressive actually, but it's down to their daycare teachers. They're really great at that and instilling that. But it's that, that, really good focus on hygiene, but I think they've been all right. Like my daughter wasn't really re- reading or writing at the beginning of the year and she's, you know, writing her own newspapers and stuff now. So in terms of being and, slowed down. And also she told me she wants those pictures of Spider-Man on her desk by Friday. <laughs> Slam! She's a real hard ass. Yeah, right? wow, she is. I mean, Jesus. Um, it, it's been okay for them, I think. But again, with that um, circumstance of being insanely, insanely lucky, where we happen to live and just... Being relatively untouched by it. Yeah. Mm. We Persevere! Perseverance. Um, so, talking about all the things we've talked about, mm. how, how can we make the world a better place mm. through the power of perseverance? I mean, we've already kind of touched on, like, especially this year, but just, yeah. just generally in yeah. life. Yeah. I think if people persevere to educate themselves and when they are challenged to persevere past that challenge to a new 
area of knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I'm an academic. I'm a teacher. I, I, my philosophy is very, much, brag, number two, <laughs> is very much... Number two, everyone. Is very much... went to school, everyone. If you, can, if you can have a good critical thinking muscle in your brain, yeah. then the world becomes a little bit easier to unlock. And what I see with hatred and anger and bigotry and all that kind of thing is it really is a lack of empathy and understanding. And I think you can get empathy mm. through understanding. You can get understanding through learning. And having that that inability or just lack of wanting to take on any new information yeah. and just yeah. living in that ignorance or just yeah. quote-unquote learning things from what you read on Facebook rather than trusting scientists, for example, yeah. who've been studying these things for many, many years through yeah. science and mathematics and logic and data and experiments and trial yeah. and error and rather than just going, oh, my Uncle Terry said the coronavirus is fake. A comeback tour for for intellectual validity would mm. be great and I feel like that would come from kids shows showing what the scientific method is showing yeah. the worth that goes into being an expert in any field all those kinds of things I think I feel like I had that growing up through yeah. like ABC and BBC and those programs of like oh wow being a scientist is really hard and then going through high school and going through scientific method and like I started I started out studying journalism at uni but it was too boring, so I moved over to film and acting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, journalism, the base of journalism is, it's not true until you get three points of information that confirm it. Yeah. And that's just, that is gone because information has become business. And so it doesn't matter if the information is true or not. So I think, yeah, I think if people are a little bit more critical and a little bit more open to having their ideas challenged, because it does, you can disagree with someone without hating them. Yeah. But it's very quickly become, you're not part of my tribe. So I hate you. But yeah, and but just opening yourself up to not only listening to other mm. people's opinions, like at a bare minimum, listening to just them. Just listening, yeah. But being willing to make that change if they present you with evidence or something that maybe you were yeah. incorrect on. And like yeah. there's no shame in that. Like but if anything, that's it's it's a great thing to be able to go. Okay to be I, wrong, I, right? I was wrong. Now I'm mm. a better person because now I know yeah. this thing. Yeah. Like I think one of my favorite memes uh, that's popped up this year was uh, it was a comedian. I'm sorry, I forget the name, but she said, um, you know, like when I was at when I was young, mm. if you didn't believe in science, that was just called failing science. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Remember how remember it's that. it's real? Cause yeah. Because there is indisputable fact. Yeah. Evidence. But then you look at the generation of science that's gone from year dot to now, and science evolves. And that is the scientific method. Yeah. You propose something, you test it, you evaluate the outcome, and then you adjust your original hypothesis. And those hypotheses are always changing. You yeah. know, 15 years ago, we didn't know what the Higgs... We, you know, there's the theory of the Higgs boson, and now it's there, which is leading to a whole lot of theories about what is making up the rest of the universe and yeah. things like that. And that kind of stuff always struck me as really beautiful and interesting and kind of terrifying. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to instill in my kids is that curiosity of, of everything else. And it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. I will tell you when I'm wrong. And that's my philosophy as a teacher as well. I don't know. Let's go find out. One of the best lessons I learned when I was a kid, I used to have a cousin. I mean, I still have a cousin, but when we were, <laughs> but you used to have a cousin we're both, as well. We're both fine. But when we were little kids, he would constantly be asking questions throughout movies just yep. during the day why yep. is this why is that and it used to drive me crazy but then one day one day his dad said to me well that's hmm. how you learn things and i was like well both my kids do I was like, to damn that's insanity. a good that's a good point hmm. both my kids like my i've been singing um uh across the universe to my kids to, as a bedtime song yeah you know and possess and caress me my two and a half year old songs 
what does caress mean? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, like a soft touch. And then every third word will be, what does that mean? Mm. Yeah, what does... I, I, go, I go through that sometimes on. with my nephew, and you do sometimes get to the point where you're just like... Just cause! Just, it just is. Yeah. Just is. Like, after about 20 questions, like, it's just how the world is. I just say, I don't know, we'll find out together, huh? Um, this has been a very lovely chat. It's yeah, got it a little, little bit uh, Thank you. philosophical. Yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you like to tell people uh, where they can find you online if you yeah. want them to follow you? Sure. You don't have to. Uh, you can find me at BordyBortBort on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, an authentic bot on Instagram. Yep. I mostly post pictures of silly things that I find. Dank memes. Um, oh, I've got a good one coming of some hipster Duplo. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'll show you after. But yeah, if you want to know what that happens, follow me on Instagram. Um, you can also catch you at the big hoo-ha. Yep. Regulars at Rosemount Hotel on Thursdays in Perth and in the upcoming Fringe season. Yes, you can find us playing Captain Spaceship as Captain well. Captain Spaceship! Um, well, thanks so much for being here. It's thanks been a pleasure to me. do. I always like getting to do one of these episodes with someone in the same room as me. Oh man, the, the energy. But our time is up. Oh well. Bye. I'm okay with that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Morning, Mrs. Strawberry. If you'd like to help this podcast grow, you can do all those amazing things like subscribe, write a review, rate it, and of course, share it around the world. You can find the podcast at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. I'd like to say a massive thank you to Cosmo Bones for the brand new logo and encourage you, dear listener, to get in contact if you would like to be part of the show and help make the world better, one word at a time.